Is it really 2023? I cannot believe it. Welcome everybody to TK's A Brigade. I am your host, TK. Today, I am going to share with you an episode that I recorded about three days before Christmas last year. I reached out to an artist on Facebook. His name is Nate Wild. He hails from Grand Junction, Colorado, and he is a radio DJ and musician. I asked him if he was interested in coming on and sharing his story. So we're going to dive into that now here on TK's A Brigade. Today is the day. So we're going to give Nate a call and see what we can find out about his life and his journey. So give me one second and I'm going to give him a call. Hello. Nate, what's up, man? Hey, how's it going, man? It's going good, bro. It's uh, four days before Christmas, bro. <laughs> Let me tell you. That's ya. great. Yeah, man. So how you doing today? Hey, I'm doing good, man. Doing good. How about you? Uh, you know, life is crazy, especially when your kids are out of school and you've got to try to feed them lunch and breakfast. Um, I know that sounds yeah. weird, but... Yeah, you got to feed kids every day. Yeah. <laughs> well, when you send them to school, though, they usually eat like breakfast and lunch at school. And so, uh, you know, when they're home all day and, you know, they're like, you know, can we have food? It's like, well, yeah, I mean, you know where the fridge is. Well, can I eat this? You're like, um, after you eat something that has substance, you can't just eat candy all day, you know. So that, but that sounds like me and my wife, like she'll tell, I'll ask her, can I have, uh, you know, one of these donuts or one of these pastries or something? She's like... Is that all you've eaten today? Yeah, it sounds familiar. Yeah. <laughs> well, cool, man. Well, hey, I just wanted to jump on today and talk to you about your journey, the the musical journey. And I know that you were a DJ and you might even still be. I don't know. And that's what I'd love to find out. So I guess my first question would be is, you know, where did your journey start off with or where did it start at with music and, you know, all that fun stuff? Um, yeah, man, I will. I'll, I'll get into that. I uh will tell you i am still uh, in radio um i've been in radio about 12 years uh currently in grand junction uh i'm the brand manager of 95 rock the rock station over nice. here so uh yeah still, still doing that love it um and yeah i'm a musician too so you, you want to start with the uh, the musician aspect of it is that uh, kind of what we're doing sure man yeah let's uh, let's kick off the the music journey for sure all right, let's do that. Uh, they actually kind of both started right around the same time. Uh, 13 was a big year for me, not like 13 years old. Right. Um, that is when I picked up the guitar. I had played, you know, uh, piano. I got piano lessons and played saxophone in band. Those are all, you know, I hate the saxophone still to this day. I started relearning the piano uh, in the last few years, but guitar changed everything for me, man. Um you know, I just dove right in. I just practiced every single day uh, for hours and uh, started playing in bands. You know, me and some buddies had a band in middle school. We played like the dance and stuff. We were called Compremesis, uh, which I still love that name. But anyway, yeah, so, you know, did that uh, for a few years. High school was uh, a big thing for me. Met a lot of great friends that... Uh, you know, I'm still friends with that have kind of mentored me as far as guitar goes and uh, joined a band right around uh, senior year, maybe like right outside of high school where, you know, we uh, played some gigs all over the state, man. We played in Denver. We played 
here in Grand Junction, actually. Uh, this is like 2006. I was the bass player in that band. Um, my buddies, they were a little younger than me, but they needed a bass player. And <clears throat> I told them I'd join, you know, I was kind of apprehensive about it, but it ended up being awesome. Uh, I had made some great memories there. <clears throat> ended up uh, joining another band after that, that these guys were like, the band when you were growing up in that area i grew up in eagle by the way okay so you're a native uh, of colorado colorado native nice uh, in four different spots of colorado okay originally from eagle and this band was like when we were coming up they were the ones that you just like kind of like emulate you loved this band you know and they were called failed state and they kind of split apart at one point and uh, the the bass player became the guitarist and they needed a bass player so i'm like working at a lumberyard with the drummer became really good friends with him even before that we hated each other because he worked at the uh, convenience store and he used to give me grief about not having my idea to buy smokes and i would get so angry you know and you <laughs> nicotine uh, withdrawal is no nothing to mess around with. oh no i agree i've been there done that so i know you i know the feeling yeah real pissed off so (laughs) anyway um ended up joining their band we played mostly around uh the vale valley you know uh avon and vale and played the legendary 8150 before they tore it down rest in peace wow that's a cool venue that well that was a cool venue for sure that was an awesome venue. Um, let's see. Uh, from there, moved to Pueblo. So I was 19 when I moved to Pueblo. And in Pueblo, I I, I, I played with a band that was, they were kind of like, uh, for lack of a better term, they were obsessed with Lamb of God. So they okay. wanted to be Lamb of God. Sure. Right? And I was like totally against that because Lamb of God, I'm sure you're familiar, don't really do guitar solos. Okay. And that's my thing. Okay, so <laughs> you you're know, you're, you're a guitar lead. solo specialist, basically. Absolutely, all lead right. Guitar all the way. Zach Wild is my favorite. Um, we even have similar last names. Right, right. Um, yeah. Anyway, uh, ended up doing that for a bit in their band. It was fun. Um, started doing solo stuff. Well, no, I take that back. I played with a um, a buddy of mine I've known since elementary school. We we became roommates in Pueblo. Um, we did kind of a, an acoustic duo where I would play acoustic guitar and uh, a little banjo and he would play acoustic and like this dobro thing and a lot of blues. He moved. So then I had all these gigs like we were playing at least once a week. Okay. Um, and this was 2006? Right. Is that what you saying? 2006, 2007? This was probably right around 2009. Okay, so fast point. forward. Okay, a little bit. Gotcha. Just a little, yeah. Um, and that is when I learned how to play the harmonica. Oh yeah, because good old harp. All of a sudden, all of a sudden, I'm by myself, and I need to kind of fill the sound. So I learned how to play the harmonica and the guitar at the same time. It's like patting your stomach and rubbing your head. Right. Or whatever. Yeah, I know that feeling. <laughs> and did that. Um, met some just great people doing that you know playing around pueblo there's a cool music scene in pueblo if you know what to look for um after that i got a promotion at my job i'll get into the radio thing next but (laughs) 
um, moved to Fort Collins. FOCO. So you wait. So hold on. Sorry. Time out. Time out. I'm going to cut you off. So real quick, yeah. uh, let's rewind just a second because I would love to hear like when you started playing guitar, like who was your influence? Who got you to really pick up the axe and be like, I want to play like this person? Well, honestly, um, it was my mom in a way. Nice. She's not like a flashy guitarist or anything. She just plays acoustic, can't really anymore because of her arthritis or whatever. But, you know, my entire life, she'd had this uh, this Gibson acoustic, 1964, sitting in her bedroom. Vintage. And, oh, yeah, it was uh, my dad's dad's guitar, and he just gave it to her one time. He bought it brand new back in 64. Oh, wow. And it was thick. Yeah, man, it was a beautiful guitar. She still got it. And I'm just sitting on her bed one day, you know, and she's doing whatever, you know, walking around. And I was like, Mom, can you teach me some chords? And I think she taught me D. She definitely taught me D, <laughs> maybe like A and C or something. And that was the beginning. Okay. All right. So mom's got you going on the on the axe and and then the musical influence that you were listening to at the time kind of just pushed you and propelled you to be like, I need to learn how to play this thing so I can start to play these songs is what it kind of sounds like. It, yeah, it was a lot of um, Everclear was a big one oh, for man. me in the beginning. Yeah. Um, let's see. It, Jimi Hendrix became, you know, he's he's the guitar god. So he kind of became a big influence, really dove into Hendrix early on. Um, th those were two of the biggest okay. ones. Nice, nice. So you so you've been playing so you're playing guitar you're uh, you started getting into bands you're playing around Colorado did you ever get on a tour were you ever like did you ever go out of state and play like for an extended amount of time I've never done that the one time that I can think of that pops into my brain that I played out of state was uh, one day I just, I was working uh, I think I was in my first radio job. And I just decided, I'm going to get out of here, and I'm going to go to Taos, right? Oh, wow. So I drove down to Taos, New Mexico by myself, and I was a street performer for an entire weekend in Taos. Nice. Hey, that's good. So like I'm just that. sitting around. It was great, man. And uh, uh, I, I don't drink anymore, but at this time I did, and I just played long enough to have enough money for a beer. Went and got a beer, went back to playing. It was a really fun weekend. Sounds like it. Honestly, I think that's the only time I played out of the Okay, state. okay. So, you, so you're playing, and then fast forward back to the uh, entrance into radio. Because radio, let's be honest, bro, radio is one of those things, man, uh, like some people can do it, some people cannot. And so it sounds like just your voice, man. It sounds like you've got the radio voice. So I'm excited to hear your story with radio, man. Let's hear it. Okay, I appreciate that. You got a nice voice yourself. Thank you, man. I appreciate that as well. Uh, yeah. So, okay, that happened. Um, I mean, I'll give you the intro, the uh, the precursor here. Okay. I was, um, yeah, right around 13 years old, loved the radio. We had this alternative station in the Vail Valley. It was KZYR at the time. Um, and I was the kid that would call in and request stuff and became friends with the jock. Uh, over the phone, yep. you know, he was the night job. Oh, yeah. And then just out of the blue, I just decided to ask. I was like, hey, man, you know, could I come and, like, hang out with you at the radio station one yeah, night? Yeah, man. And he said, yeah. So me and my buddy go, and it was the coolest thing ever, man. I'm, like, you know, sitting in the KZYR studio. It's, like, 
I don't know, probably seven, eight o'clock at night. And he's got walls of CDs and pictures with all these famous people and autographs and stuff. I'm like, oh man, okay, this is what I want to do. So fast forward to college. Went to college in Pueblo, uh, got my associate degree, didn't know what the hell I was going to do. So I go to the university after I got that, got the catalog, opened it up and found a class called digital audio production. Oh yeah. And I'd been doing that kind of stuff for my music for, you know, a long sure, time. Sure, forever. Absolutely. Totally yeah. amateur, uh just I had like a pirated program, I'm pretty sure. But <laughs> nice, nice. I noticed that that was under the umbrella of mass communication, so I'm like, all right, I guess I'm going to be a mass comm major. Um honestly, at first I didn't even want to talk on the radio. I um just loved in production and then uh they thought i was funny so they put me on the morning show oh boy uh yeah so uh, then i'm the morning show jock then i'm the, or you know the two-headed i'm the sidekick then that person left for a real job and i became the lead guy so did that got an internship with what was clear channel at the time um they uh, I don't think they were like hiring, but they hired me on to be a part-time production guy in Pueblo at what was clear. Channel. Okay, okay. So then I just kind of worked my way up, man. I went to, I went from there to, uh, I was, you know, taking care of three stations there. I uh, went to Colorado Springs after that. And I uh, was just, I was the executive producer is what they called me. But I was also on the air, uh, mostly on the classic rock at the time. And uh, like a classic hits, you know, 70s and 80s mostly. Nice. Then I got promoted to uh, program director of the two rock stations in Fort Collins, which at the time were the bear it's still around 97.9 it was it, was it 92 but it was 107.9 the bear like back in the day right that's what it was yeah man so i was uh program director of the bear and uh radio 94.9 i think they're both still around but i i know they're not uh, like the. was that kilo or was that like kbco um so 94.9 was it was just called radio 94.9 uh, it was actually kind of based on KBCO. Okay, honestly. okay. But like like a AAA format, very similar to KBCO. And I was there for a few years. I had a really good time. Um, we would put on concerts and stuff and uh, ended up getting uh, getting axed on what we called National Firing Day. It's just a thing iHeart does. It's iHeart now. Right. Oh, jeez. <laughs> um I won't get too far into sure, that, sure. but uh, yeah, like once once a year they um, they tend to get rid of people in mass. Yeah. So that was me. After eight and a half years, I finally got chosen for national firing. Day. Oh wow! Um, that, that's yeah. got to be rough though. I mean, way, do, uh, doing your what you love, and then someone's like, "Hey, by the way, we're not only not going to pay you, but you can't come in anymore." It's like, thanks. Yeah, it's uh, there's a large group of us that have gone through that same I'm thing. Sure. It's just the nature of the beast, man. You, uh, they say you never really work in radio until you get canned. Oh wow! So that's a new phrase, I man. That's, I've not heard that one, so I might have to make a T-shirt for that one. Yeah, yeah good <laughs> idea. I'll wear it, <laughs> right? Um, yeah. 
after that, then I um, moved to Grand Junction. My, uh, I've got some family here and just kind of blindly came here, got a job at uh, what's Town Square Media, it's, which was our competitor in Fort Collins. Um, and it was just, it was a blessing, man. It all fell into place. It was like, this was supposed to happen. You know what I mean? Um, and now I'm the, the basically the, the brand manager of the Active Rock Station in Grand Junction. Having a great time, man. I met my wife here. Wow. Actually, because of that radio station, um, we were like, uh, she would be one of those kind of trolls on Facebook, trolling in a lighthearted sure, way. Sure, sure. <laughs> Uh, we kind of just, you know, became friends on Facebook and friends in real life. And uh, eventually, you know, now we're married. Oh, wow, man. That's uh, like a love at first sight kind of thing, huh? It actually really was. Totally. Yeah, that's, that rocks, bro. I mean, no no pun intended, but. <laughs> nice. Right. <laughs> All right. I got a couple of quick questions for you, man. So when so you said you were in the FOCO, man, because I lived in Fort Collins for 10 years, bro. And I was part of a, oh, wow. a rock band called Switchback back in the day. And uh, okay. we actually got played live on the air. Um, the DJ at the time that we were kind of big in the area, her name was Marla Stone. And she was, oh, yeah, know you know, Marla? Marla? Yeah, man. We, me and Marla go back like car seats, man. Good people. Uh, but she was, uh, yeah, she, she promoted the band heavily, man. She used to show up to gigs. And this was back when, like, the Starlight was still a, a place up in Fort Collins. It's not a venue anymore, but... Uh, we used to uh, we used to frequent that, and then there was a lot of the college bars around Fort Collins, over off of Elizabeth by CSU, that we used to frequent a lot. And yeah. it was crazy because yeah, the Bear was like that station, and then like in Denver, you had KBPI and uh, like ninety four nine, and then like KBCO, and and yeah, man, radio is huge. And you, it's funny that you bring up how you used to call in because in ninety seven, I was living um, over there off of Drake and Lemay. And uh, I used to work for this bagel company, and every morning I would turn on the radio to talk radio, and, and Lewis and Florax were my absolute favorites at the time. Oh, yeah. yeah and uh, Legendary. But then you had Willie B on, on 106.7, yep. and then you had uh, Kathy and uh, what was the dude's name on 107.5. So I would switch between the two uh, during commercials. And I've always wanted to do radio. It's always been something, even since I was a kid, man, I used to take the recorder and I'd record my voice and then I'd be like, you know, Sunday, Sunday, whatever, right? <laughs> Trying to get that radio yeah. voice. But uh, I used to call into the, to the Fox when they would do segments about like just ridiculous topics, right? Like, you know, like, do you wear a tutu in the shower? Kind of just stupid, you know, bits. But I would, I'd stop at yeah. pay phones because cell phones weren't a thing at this time. And I'd call like, you know, 6.30 in the morning, I'd call in and, you know, I would try to get on live and I would come up with some outlandish stories just to fit the bit to try to get on the air. And so, yeah, yeah, this was, uh, this was Fort Collins, man. Like, uh, late 90s 2000s man so i i know that area well and uh, you know the radio stations and yeah you're right man they've changed a lot radio has has gotten you know a lot more um i think a lot less for most people and people are sticking to these streaming sites now and and listening to music and not so much the the radio but i feel i you know i still think of uh you know um private parts with howard stern and how he started in radio and yeah. And so it's it's crazy, man. So okay, a couple of quick questions, and then we'll wrap this up. Uh, first question is: yeah. uh, Who is the biggest artist you've ever got to just kind of kick it with or chill? Why you've been doing the radio thing? 
Probably. Um, all right, I'll do two. Okay, perfect. Probably the most famous was uh, uh, probably Steven Tyler. Oh, let's go, bro. I want to hear and, this story. Okay, so, uh, yeah, we. it was funny. It was when he was doing his solo thing, um, which was pretty short-lived. And uh, my boss at the time, I think I was in Fort Collins still, um, he, he like got us, you know, tickets and meet and greets and stuff through the label. And we go to meet Steven Tyler, who's so nice, man. So nice. Love you know, it. some of these guys, they suck. Yes. Or some of them are like, they don't say two words to you. Steven Tyler was great. Down to earth. Love it. Um, Absolutely. <laughs> totally down to earth. And he was funny. I was wearing the shirt with a, um, a 45 post, you know, to put on a Oh, yeah, player. yeah. Yeah, totally. And he's like, Oh yeah, I used to use those for my forty fives. I'd rip off the little things and do cocaine with them. Wow, man, he didn't waste any time, did he? Just sharing some personal stuff. Yeah, man. So he was he was probably one of the most famous for sure. Uh, just you know, kind of surreal. Yeah. And in addition to that, one of the most one of the most special ones, I think. Uh, and there's been countless. I mean, I've I've met in a ton of people. Uh, it was pretty recent. It was this last summer. Um, I got to hang out with Art Alexakis from Everclear. Oh, yeah. And nice. so this guy has been one of my heroes since I was in elementary school. And I had met him once before. It was before I was in radio. I used to be the guy, before I was in radio, I would uh, wait outside the tour buses after the concert and before the concert to see if I could meet Let's him. go. I did the same thing. I'm totally with you, bro. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. So... This uh, this last summer, I secure an interview with him, and you know, usually these days, especially since COVID, it's it's over the phone. You're right. Well, they wanted me to do it in person, right? Wow. Because of his schedule or whatever. All right, no, it gets better. Um, I the, the manager set this up, and I drove the radio station vehicle to the venue picked up art alexakis after sound check i gotta watch sound check you know standing on the side of the stage walked up on the stage oh yeah so there i am on stage with everclear yep. uh me and art alexakis get in the car and i drive him to the radio station and we talked like we were old friends it was one of the most amazing days of my life of my entire life got to the radio station interviewed him uh i put it on like i didn't edit it or anything i just like it was just about you know almost live um got back in the car because we were on a time crunch right. and drove him back and you know it was probably 15 minutes each way and those 15 you know uh, a total of 30 minutes were some of the most just amazing uh definitely the coolest like band rock star experience i've ever oh, had yeah. and i've had a bunch of cool ones you know but that one was really special dude that's awesome and and the fact that you know like you you stated with steven tyler you know because you know i'm the same way bro i'm a big dude right i'm six eight big like corn fed mule and so even as a kid you know i would show up to a show and all i wanted to do was to meet the artist i didn't i didn't even want to meet him for um to brag to anybody else or anything like that i just wanted to meet him because 
you know, I, they inspired me. So, you know, if I had to hang out by the backstage area or go find the tour bus or however, you know, hang out by the bathroom, you know what I mean? Like it didn't matter. I, I, you know, I mean, I would be willing to do that. And even as a young age, man, being a big kid, you know, there were times where I, you know, security wasn't looking and, you know, don't mind if I do, I'm just going to go <laughs> yeah. backstage and, uh, I'm just going to go find them. And th- yeah, there was a few times it worked. And there were some times where people were like, who are you and why are you back here? Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm with the band. Yeah. Right. There's the exit. So I've got some of those two weird allies snuck back. Yeah. But yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> He's like, yeah. Uh, I don't know if I should say it out loud, but no, no. But I'm with you, man. Oh, I can tell you the story. I'll make it quick. Sure, sure. Um, yeah. So we're uh, after the Weird Al show was in Pueblo at the State Fair before I'm in radio, mind. Okay. Um, waiting out by the bus, and his band was out there. So uh, Jim, I forget their name now. Um, Bermuda Schwartz is the drummer. We got to meet him. Got to meet the bass player. The guitarist's name is Jim. Got to meet all of them. And then they um, like escorted everybody out of there. It was like, all right, if you don't have a you know backstage pass, you got to leave. And totally pulled a sea bass move from Dumb Dumber. <laughs> pointed at Jim, the guitar player. I'm like, oh, we're with Jim. And Jim looks up and he waves. And he's like, okay, get in line. <laughs> Dude, that's awesome. Straight up. That is awesome. Straight up sea bass from uh, Dumb and yeah, Dumber. Dumb and oh, Dumber. Yeah. And oh, yeah. Got to meet, got to meet Weird Al. That's awesome. I bet you he was a cool cat. All right, so not to compare stories at all, but I have a similar story. So around 15 years ago, there was a concert out in Windsor, and it was that uh, band, uh, oh, Credence Revisited. Yeah, that's who it was. And then it was also Lewis and Floorwax, and then a band called 69 Times. So they had a revisited band. It wasn't Fogarty, but it was members of Credence, and it was members of the Cars. And they played out in Windsor. I think this was like 2005, maybe 2006. And it was on the golf course out in Windsor. And there was a band called 69 Times that opened that night. And then the Groove Hawks okay. played, and then Credence Revisited got up. Well, you know, I'm good friends with, with Joy Jackson and Greg Cook and those cats. So when I got to the venue, I didn't have a ticket. And I walked up to the, the gate, and I had a shirt on that said 69 times. So I'm like, yeah, I'm with the band. I'm just going to walk in. I'm not going to try to <laughs> get through the ticket line. So I start going through the ex- or I start going, yeah, I start going through the exit, and the security's like, hey, hey, man, you're going the wrong way. And I was like, oh, man, I'm, I'm good. He's like, no, no, you need to come through this way. And I was like, okay. He's like, are you with the band? I'm like, yes, I am. <laughs> <laughs> so I walk back, and I walk to the very backstage area, and I'm standing there kind of looking around. And there was about twelve or 15,000 people. It was a good size you know, show. And I'm standing back there, and the cat that was running back line – uh, he was up on the, the the riser, you know, and he's running he's running the back line, and he he looks down at me, and right as he looks at me, I recognize him because I used to bounce at bars in Fort Collins years ago, and he used to come in, and we were always cool, and we would always chop it up when he would come in. Well, right as he he looks at me, this like dude, like I don't know, he was probably sixty years old, comes up to me, he's like, "Hey, man, where's your all access pass?" And this cat, Carrie, who was running the back line up on the thing, he's like, hey, man, leave Tiny alone, bro. He's with us. He's good. He don't need no, back- <laughs> he don't need no all access. He-, he can go wherever he wants. And I'm kind of standing there going, really? 
Like, <laughs> I didn't know I had it like that, right? And uh, so, you know, I'm walking around backstage and, you know, people are coming up to me and it was weird. It was almost like it got around the groups of security and people backstage. It's like people are coming up to me and saying, hey, man, how you doing? I'm like, I'm good. You know, what's, what's good? You know, like trying to stay out of people's yeah. way. And it was just, it was kind of crazy, man. Like, didn't get bugged, didn't get kicked out, just kind of hung out. So, but yeah. Yeah, man. Sometimes, like uh, they say, even the losers get lucky sometimes, man. <laughs> well, cool, man. Well, yeah. so you're still currently in Junction doing radio. And uh, do you have any big events coming up here in 23 uh, around Junction? Um, you know, I'm sure we will. I, nothing rings a bell right now. I'm sure we'll start hearing about that as yeah, spring approaches or whatever but uh, yeah nothing uh nothing off the top of my head cool man well bro i am super stoked that you came on today and, and i get to l- learn a little bit more about you and your journey man that was uh that was super cool bro thank you yeah man no i appreciate it this was fun and uh if you're still playing guitar man uh, you know i got a studio here in my house that i do music you know i'm always working on new songs and so if you're ever interested in maybe collabing on a song bro i'd love to hit you up and maybe we could jump on and do some music bro i am all about that that sounds awesome okay well then i like you know with with the holidays and christmas coming you know like we we should definitely stay in touch and uh and talk about doing some stuff in the new year for sure definitely absolutely well sweet well you've been listening to tk's a brigade i am tk with my guest nate and you can find TK's A Brigade on every major platform, Spotify, Anchor, Google, Amazon, iHeartRadio. Go like and subscribe. Anyone that has questions or comments for Nate, please don't hesitate. Leave a comment or a question, and I will make sure Nate gets it. Until next time, people, take it easy.